Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. And butterflies, oh my gosh. Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, Grateful. I've got Coach Dave here, I've got Heather, and we've come to provide you with some tools for 2021. We wanna make an introduction here so everybody knows who the crazy people are behind this screen. So Heather, take it away. Hi, I'm Heather Andrews, and I help people sustainably garden, specifically encouraging them to plant native plants in their geographies to encourage both pollinators as well as preserving habitat for native monarch butterflies. Hey folks, I am Coach Dave. I am a 32-year coach. I own a gym in a in um, Orange County, I do online training for dads and moms, um, and that's me. So we got you covered coast to coast here. We got Heather on the East Coast. We got Dave and me on the West Coast. My name is James Johnson. I get referred to as the safe money man. My expertise lies in retirement and estate planning. And we hope to bring some tools to you and more importantly, some entertainment along the way. So, you know, what a crazy year, 2020. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm literally ready for it to be over. And, you know, I'm sure that's true for all of you out there. How about you, Dave, Heather? You know, you got plans going into 2021. What are you, what are you looking at? Yeah, so um, building the business uh, going on, um, both online and at the gym. Um, obviously, it's been a, a crazy year with lockdowns and everything else. Um, I think everyone is feeling the, those same things. Um, for me, it's about being healthy. So I've started doing um, training every day. I'm either doing like a strength training workout or I'm going out and I'm doing, you know, a mountain bike ride or something where I'm active and I'm trying, you know, to, 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 to do it every day so that I don't get overwhelmed with what's going on. Cause I mean, it's super easy to just throw up your hands and go, Oh my God, like it's been a train crash here, here. So Yeah. Crazy. How about you, Heather? What's what's going on for you? Well, I think, you know, we've just gone back into strict lockdown uh, in the last 48 hours. And so I think my message of encouraging native pollinators is really something that resonates right now as we see, you know, the supply chain again come to a screeching halt here locally. Uh, we, like California, have a very, very heavy-handed governor, and so a lot of our small businesses are being impacted by that. So my goal really is to continue to educate people. Um, I am do clinical trial work by day, and over the week, last week, a very important clinical trial came out showing that the Western monarch butterfly is virtually extinct, and so extinct is forever. And so my goal this uh, coming year is really to uh, ramp up my efforts on the West Coast. Um, I have a pretty big following with Garden Thoughtfully on the East Coast. 
So I'm working on my YouTube channel to grow that presence this year and make people aware of how they too can be part of the solution. Awesome. Yeah. You know, as a racquetball player and a surfer and a skier and all those kind of things, nobody would ever believe it, but I actually love gardening as well. And that's how Heather and I came to be. You know, she's okay. talking about how to get more butterflies in my yard. I was like, hey, I'm in. I, I don't know about this monarch butterfly thing being extinct because I'm pretty sure I've seen them in my yard. But, you know, I, I maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. So the count this year showed 3000 monarchs in uh, California on the day they counted. That doesn't mean that's all of them but it's a representative sample. And that obviously is very concerning, but with all the fires you guys had, that doesn't really surprise me. Um, you can imagine if you're a little butterfly that flies a hundred miles a day, when you land, you need something to eat. And if all of it just got incinerated, there's not a lot of food for you. So right. it becomes really important for people to think about their own backyards as an opportunity to uh, play host to wildlife as well as for uh, a place for monarch butterflies. So, um, you know, I had a friend come over over the weekend um, who is like, I have a black thumb, you know, what can I do to get involved in gardening? Is that you, Dave? Yeah. So the first thing I gave her was a native bee house um, as a Christmas present. And I said, look, the first thing we're going to do is attract pollinators to your yard. Because if you've got pollinators, then you can have more fruits and vegetables and flowers. So, um, so I think that, you know, when people just need to think differently, that they can make a difference. And certainly as, you know, in now that we're still going to be in pandemic for a while, this is an opportunity for people to continue to reset and think mindfully about how they can help themselves and their communities. We have 2 million people out of work here in Pennsylvania. So how can we help other people um, be, you know, still thrive um, in their family? Heather, what's the difference between a bee house and a beehive? Yeah. Ooh, great question. So um, honeybees, which are really important to your, uh, your almond production in, in California, uh, there are honeybee hives that are brought into your orchards, but we, in most cases, most fruits and vegetables are actually pollinated by native pollinators and they're much more efficient. So a bee hive is what bee, uh, a, a traditional bee colony, a honeybee colony would use, and a bee house would be for your native bees. So most native bees are ground dwelling but you can build these little houses that a native bee can live in. And this time of year, um, they create like a little, almost like a little cocoon for themselves and for their future bees. So they make a little nest in there. So, so okay, so now we're, well, we're on bees because I, I want to know what a native bee is. I mean, we were talking about like a bumblebee or we're talking about a wasp, yeah. a hornet. What's a native bee? Great. Great question. There are 4,000 native bees in North America, 400 that live here in the state of Pennsylvania. And so again, you know, yes, your bumblebee uh, is a native bee. Uh, they usually are a little bigger uh, and they're non-aggressive. So you hear people say I'm allergic to bee stings. You know, again, honeybee hives 
the honeybee has a reason to want to defend that hive, whereas typically the native bees are solitary and they're not interested in defending a hive. So if you were to come to my garden in the spring and summer, there are hundreds of different types of bees in my garden and I don't worry about them. I've never been stung. There are honeybees because I do have two beekeepers in my neighborhood, but the majority of who's in my garden are native bees. And I've planted plants specifically for them because if they'll come visit those, they'll come visit my vegetables. And so that allows me to grow more produce in a smaller space. And then I can share that with friends and family and the community. So, you know, remind me somewhere along the way when we're doing this to tell you a funny story about a bumblebee and did it sting you. But we don't have time for that today. But, you know, 2021 or 2020, what a nightmare. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want this to be misconstrued. But the COVID virus for me was one of the greatest things ever. And the reason why is because it forced me to stop and pivot. Now, you may find this rewarding or not rewarding, but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the COVID virus because I didn't even know what a podcast was, Instagram, all that kind of stuff was like, eh. So we had to make a major pivot in our business just to stay in business because literally overnight, they shut the door on us. And and the reason why they shut the door on us is because most of our business, me, came from doing seminars. So I had to find a way to redo that. Right. And, and, and so I'm curious, Dave, I mean, did that have a big effect on your business? I mean, because you, you have a, a gym, you know, how did, how did you pivot? Yeah, it was, it was um, pretty crazy. Um, we were closed for about three months uh, on the first order. Um, wow. So, you know, at first I was like, what am I going to do here? Like, are people going to keep paying month and uh, everything? So, uh, very quickly, I saw what was going on and I got in the gym and I worked with um, s- s- several people who, who uh, helped me. And we just, we just did content, 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 uh, both online stuff, um, you know, like workouts, everything so that we were able to, you know, give that content to our paying members, um, which also the, the, the then spurred me thinking about going on a little line and training everybody on online. So I started this whole online, you know, fitness business here and doing all these Zoom calls and sales calls, things that were way outside my uh, comfort level. I mean, as a person who's had a lifelong, you know, speech issue, um, you know, the idea of being on a Zoom call, the idea of being on a sales call, the idea of even doing a podcast is like, I honestly can't believe I'm even here. Because if you just said at the beginning of the year, you know, by the end of the year, you're going to be doing a podcast, they'd be like, no way. No, it won't happen. So, I think that um, while this has been, you know, horrible and it's been hard, it's been an opportunity for me to grow hugely. I mean, I probably grown three years in one based on everything that I've done here. So I think that going forward, 
next year and the year after will be great years because I paid for it here. So. You know, I, I spent somewhere north of $600,000 on my education in the business I'm in since 2003. And it, and if I was to go and accumulate all that time and money that I, I put together during there, I would tell you I'm damn close to that, not financially, but I'm damn close to that in time in the amount of time that I put in, in education this year. I have been on more Aruma Zoom Zoom meetings than oh, I could share. Sure. I didn't even know the word Zoom come March. And then all of a sudden, what the hell is Zoom, right? Here I am again doing more Zoom meetings. So Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. But I think that that what I'd like to do as we do these podcasts is I'd like to bring that education out to the to the listeners of these podcasts and help them to to you know make that pivot so they don't have to th sit through those hours and hours and hours of education that we went through. I mean, I know you were there with us, me, Heather, because that's how we met. You know, she was the other obnoxious person in the room. There was two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, you're 100% right, James. I have found there are people like you and me who took it upon themselves to really figure out how to get better at what they do. And I'm a communicator by day. I do sales on the clinical trial side. And so I'm communicating with people all day long, whether it's physicians or hospitals or, you know, um, you know my colleagues or my customers. And, you know, so what this has helped me do is to be better at my job, but also too, it's allowed me to pursue something I'm super passionate about because, you know, I've had a lot of downtime. And you can imagine with hospitals being overwhelmed with patients regarding COVID, you know, clinical trials in some cases took a back seat, both because patients didn't want to be put in clinical trials, but also too, hospitals were prioritizing COVID and then oncology trials because of the time sensitivity of those patients. So, um, you know, I was really fortunate that the owner of my company allowed me to do some additional personal development. And what I've been able to accomplish in this past year is unbelievable. Right. Um, but I should be the first to say that um, with the initial COVID and the announcement here locally, as we went into very strict shutdown, as California did, I think we were number two to you in terms of the restrictions. I live with a frontline healthcare worker. And there were days that I was so afraid because there was so much we didn't know, right? Um, that there was, all I could do is go out in my garden and hack at multiflora roses in my little tiny forest because I was so scared for him and his colleagues because we didn't know what we were dealing with and we didn't have enough personal protection devices for our front line. So I was collaborating with senators. I was you know, talking to local businesses that were shut down that had this equipment to get them to release it to our frontline healthcare workers. I was working with brokers trying to get it for the hospitals that my husband and my other physicians were at. It was a really scary time, but I think that if anything COVID has shown us is that it's an opportunity to get into focus really quickly, what's important to you. And, you know, as Dave said, you know, taking care of yourself has got to be top of the list. 
So whatever you have to do to physically and mentally take care of yourself and then also financially, right, James? I mean, this has been a really trying time for a lot of people from a from a financial standpoint, whether they've lost their job or their income source all of a sudden has been cut off. How many times have we heard that? You know, and what can we do on this podcast to help other people be successful? Um, that's really what our goals are here. So Dave, what, what would you say going into 2021 is the, if you, if you had to give me one piece of advice all right, going into 2021, what would that one piece of advice be to just, because it's not going to get better here for at least the next couple months. Right. We're kind of right back to where we were in April or May. What, what should our listeners out there be doing going forward here to, to stay positive? So um, for me, it's all about habits. I think that all exercise, all health, even, you know, finances, gardening, it's all about habits and, and building those habits up. And uh, so I work a lot with people to build habits because most people, they, they either don't know what they should be doing or they don't, their habits are hit and miss. Um, so, you know, trying to think things with other things, like every day I make sure that I brush my teeth morning, noon, and night. So that's also a good opportunity to drink water and floss and possibly do some etching. So it's, it's, it's building habits over time, but it's also hooking those habits up with other, you know, firm habits, I think is a key thing for, for everybody. Yeah. And I think the key to remember about building habits is anything you do for 90 to 120 days in a row will typically become a habit. It's so in there. And the good news is, is that that's just, studies have shown that, that you don't need to, 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 to do habits every day but you need to be doing it like, you know, six days out of heaven, you know, and, and you know, doing them over time. Um, the average length of time it takes in building a good habit is 63 days. That's it. So just over eight weeks on average, people are able to start doing a habit that they'll be able to hold on to for you know, ever. Yeah. In the, in the retirement world, the, the, the problem is, is the habit is usually bad and not good. <laughs> we don't, we don't get a, a good habit. We build the bad habits. Uh, it's called the Parkinson's law. Our expenses will keep up with their income regardless of how much money we make. So the more money we make, the more money we spend. And it's learning so that habit of saving that what you, what you, if you save something to save something kind of, for example, you pay off your car, you know, and then you stop making the car payment. Well, that's dumb. You need to keep making the car payment, just not to the bank, to the bank of you is where you need to be making it. So that's not really that habit. And, you know, you said something, Heather, there about, about, um, uh, what you just didn't have any, you couldn't do anything, but go out and chop the garden. All right. And, and when it comes to retirement planning, do you guys know what the word retirement means? 
It means to be put out of use. So Dave and, and Heather, when do you want to be put out of use? Not anytime soon, right? So I want to tell you that there's this great opportunity that's going on right now that you actually have this time. It, 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 it's you're, you're getting time you wouldn't normally have. And then for some of you, it's not that way. For some of you, you're at home and you're going crazy because you got the kids going over here and you got that going over there. But but for many of you, you've developed some time. After all, you're listening to this podcast. And so, and so during that time, I think the most important thing that you can be doing right now is increasing your education and, and grats to you for being here doing that, but also be doing a little bit more planning. But I know that right now, one of the biggest things I want to get done, and Heather's going to be a big part of that, is I want to expand my garden. Well, that takes some planning. Trust me, I can't just go out there and I have a new garden. I've got to, I've got to plan it out. Right. So I think planning is a big thing going into 2021 and then creating those habits. And then Heather, how would you close that out? Well, I also think that what really moves the needle for me uh, from a habit standpoint, habits are really important, but if you don't schedule them, I call it scheduling your dream. If you don't schedule it, it doesn't happen. So um, I think, you know, one of the people we should definitely pull onto this podcast is one of our other colleagues, Joe Lau. And the piece of advice he gave me is what is the one thing that if you don't do it today, it's going to affect your future? Whoa. Right. Whoa. So we're not talking about, did I order the cat food? I mean, that's important. Don't get me wrong. I have four cats, but the cat's future. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then also to maybe my marriage, because I can guarantee you he loves them more than he loves me. But the point being is that, you know, what is the one thing I need to do to move my dream forward? And that one thing needs to be on my calendar every day, because otherwise it's kind of like what you just said, James, if I want to retire and I want to be able to pay things off or get in the habit of saving or get in the habit of working out, is it on your calendar? I mean, I found for me, David, that I can't turn my cell phone on in the morning. Uh, So I get up at 4.30. I know that sounds ridiculously early, but I have a four-legged alarm clock that comes and gets me if I sleep till five. I'm up at five, so so I'll go down. All right. So I'll be up. You can call. You guys guys need to go to bed later. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I definitely, but I do my reading, right? So, you know, anything that I want to read financially, for work, my studies, you know, things that I'm going to work on for my video log. That's my reading time. And I do it at 430 because nobody bothers me except for the cat. Agreed. Agreed. The next thing is my workout, right? And if I don't go straight into that workout, it doesn't get done because my day takes Uh over. So I I think that the reality is, is if it's important to you, it's got to be on your calendar. So we're, we're Heather, Coach Dave, and James Johnson, and we want you to go into 2021 with some new tools. We're looking forward to using this podcast to help you to do that. We really want to thank you for your time today. Hey, listen, remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow. Plan like you're going to live forever. Keep smiling, and we're going to talk to you real soon. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow. 
and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.